What's up, everybody? It's Jaren from the Hockey Podcast Network's newest show, the Windy City Benders Podcast. My co-host Tanner and I bring our unique takes on Blackhawks hockey. Us on this show have been a, a pro Carlton guy. for He's the right coach for the situation. Giving it to our rivals. That's one of the things that kind of sucks. I wish we would have had the Blues in our division this year because our trash. As well as bringing in some guests from the NHL. Please welcome to the show, goaltender Scott Darling. The Eagle himself, Ed Belfort. Brian Bickle. David Boland. Letter Kenny. The, the show started out with uh, basically a, a beer league hockey team. And anybody who loves the game. Find us on all your favorite podcast apps, the Hockey Podcast Network website, and on social media at WCB Pod. Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot and millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot and millions of dollars in total prizes when using promo code THPN during a sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, sit under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. Baseball fans, you may have missed out on the season-long fantasy, so now is time to get on all the daily fantasy action where DraftKings has even more ways for you to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players, so what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use the code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's promo code THPN, and you get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit Apply at DraftKings.com for details. Hello ladies and gentlemen and hockey fans, I'm your host Jordy Cunningham and welcome to episode 41 of season 2 of the Kingston, as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, like I said, I'm your host Jordy Cunningham, thank you so much for joining us and man, what a tough weekend for the LA Kings and what a disappointing weekend. We knew it was going to be a tough back-to-back, so you know you're playing two tough opponents, but Last episode, we talked about how important these games were if you want to stay on the playoff hunt. And now, it's a lot tougher for the Kings. A lot tougher. They played well on Friday night. They played pretty well on Friday night. They laid an egg on Saturday night. And now you're in a much tougher spot with, what is it, 11 games to go? You're still 7th in the division. Now, 3 spots are claimed. 3 playoff spots are clenched. Not set in stone, like clenched in the playoffs, but not 
like the positioning isn't set in stone, but it's a lot. There's only one more playoff spot up for grabs in this division now, and it's a lot tougher to try to get to. It's a lot tougher to try to get to, but let's get into it right now. Like I said, two tough losses for your LA Kings as on Friday night, they fell 4-2 to to the Minnesota Wild, who clinched their playoff spot. They have clinched their playoff spot as the LA Kings fell 4-2 to to the Minnesota Wild on Friday night. And like I said, Kings played pretty well in this game. They had a full effort all game long. They outshot Minnesota 42-24 in this game. Cal Peterson was in net, like... The team played well. They just did not get the result that they wanted. Kaprizov, man, he's just a killer. He's going to be Rookie of the Year for a reason. And there was, like like I said, most guys played well in this game. It was just a tough, tough loss. And sometimes it just does not go your way. Let's just get right into it. 7.44 into the game. Kaprizov, like I said, just he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Gets his 20th of the year from Jared Spurgeon. That made it one to nothing. For Minnesota early on. Uh, LA outshot Minnesota 11-6 in the first period. But Minnesota did strike first 7 minutes and 44 seconds into the game. And right after that. Right after that goal. Minnesota gets a penalty. LA you're on the power play. You got to take advantage. They don't. They can't take advantage on the opportunity. First period keeps going. Goes back and forth. That, that penalty was that penalty or I guess power play for the Kings was the only one of the period but a buzzer beater an absolute buzzer beater as Trevor Moore scored his eighth of the season from Velarde and Walker in the final second of the first period that tied the game at one so it was 1-1 after the first period as Trevor Moore yes his eighth of the season on an absolute buzzer beater and that line was great all night. Velarde was centering Kempe and more, and that line was one of the best all night. They played very, very well in this game. Their forecheck was awesome. They they were one of the best lines in this game, and it was awesome to see. It was really fun to see, actually. And as I see Velarde playing well as well after kind of being in the doghouse, kind of struggling lately, as we've talked about for a while. But it's 1-1 one, one after 1. You go to the second period on the power play. Kaprizov, his second of the game, 21st of the year. That made it 2-1 for Minnesota. That was at the six, that was 6.41 into the second period and the only goal of the second period. The goal happened on a Blake Lazat hooking minor. So again, it was a power play goal that uh, for Minnesota. That made it 2-1 at the time. And that'd be it after two periods. Second period, LA put pressure in the second period, man. They outshot Minnesota 20-7 in the second period, but didn't have anything to show for it as Kaprizov had the only goal of the period as Minnesota was up 2-1 going into the third. And then you go to the third period. Shots 11-11 in the third period, but at the 11-19 mark, Nico Sturm on a wraparound, it says, according to the app, says a wraparound, uh, made it 3-1, his eighth of the year, that made it three to one, and that was you're you're only down by two. Then you still have time to get back into the game, and then just a few four minutes later, Kopitar gets his eleventh of the year from Doughty and Bornfoot. That made it three to two, and you're like, okay, you're getting back into this. The Kings, we're we've been battling all night. We've been so close. Let's get back into this. But nothing could happen late as the ga- late in the game as er- Erickson X scored his fifteenth of the year. On the empty net. That made it 4-2 for the Minnesota Wild. That was only with 10 seconds left. So that would be 
all she wrote as the Minnesota Wild beat the LA Kings by the score of 4-2. Kaprizov, first star in this game. Kempe, second star in this game, despite not putting up a point. And uh, Cam Talbot was the third star of this game, making his 40 saves. Like I said, Kings played well in this game, man. They just couldn't get the result, and it's tough. you know. Some, but that's hockey. Sometimes it goes that way, man. Sometimes it just goes that way. LA was also... Dominant in the faceoff circle as well, winning over 60% of the draws. But again, power play, it struggles, man. 0 for 3 on the power play, the Kings were. And they allowed a goal on the power play. And they allowed a goal while on the penalty kill. And that's something that doesn't happen very often. Like, the Kings' penalty kill is so good, but they allowed one in this game. Physical game, Minnesota out hit LA 24-22 to as a physical game. Both teams also had 16 block shots. The one thing that killed the Kings in this game, nine giveaways. Way too many giveaways. Yes, you got 42 shots on net, but nine giveaways. That's just way, way, way too many, like I said. Just, that's so, ugh. Just giveaways kill you, man. Giveaways kill you, and that's tough to see. But again, it was a tough 4-2 loss for your, for your LA Kings against the Minnesota Wild on Friday night. And just... Quickly going over the game. Let's start with Adrian Kempe. And he got asked how he felt his team played despite the outcome. And Kempe said, I think we played a pretty good 60 minutes. They're a good team. They're going to have their chances. They've shown all year that they're very hard to play against. I think we had a pretty solid game, to be honest. Had some good chances, but they're a good defensive team as well. They don't give up a lot. We tried our best, had some good looks, had some tough bounces. But overall, obviously, it's frustrating losing. But I think you've got to take the good things with us, recharge the batteries, come back, and play the same way tomorrow. And here's uh, Kempe on what he thought of the line and how they played with Velarde and Trevor Moore. They said, we haven't played for too long together, so we're starting to build some chemistry. We've been on different lines pretty much all year, but playing with Gabe and Morsey for the last couple of games, we've started to get some chemistry going and build off that. Just keep going. And it's true. They Friday night's game was their best game together. They played great in this game and it was awesome to see very fun to see and then just on uh uh Kempe got asked what his biggest takeaway was from the game and how he's how he had to apply it into Saturday night's game he said just overall six minute game he played we played solid defense as I said before they were going to get some chances because they're a good team but I think the forecheck was good from every line when we really grinded it out and had some good looks a couple of tough bounces on the PK for a goal for them but I think that's something we got to keep going and it's something that we have that we've got to have every game to make a push for the playoffs and it's true like it was just a tough loss there's not much more to say about it it's disappointing but it's a, it was a just a tough loss for the LA Kings and now uh head coach Tom McClellan what he thought about Friday night's game and uh his takeaways from the game he said actually quite happy with that game we had some tenet tenacity to our forecheck we kept a lot of pucks alive more so than we've done in the last little while it was probably the best night of attacking we've had in a long time we shot the puck we got it back created a lot a lot in and around the net scrambles just didn't find a way to either keep one out or keep one out of our net or get the extra one i don't have a lot of complaints about our play tonight so like i said it's true like put 42 shots on net like the team played pretty well in this game they just could not get the result that they wanted and uh head coach thomas collins got asked about uh if the, if the loss hurts more considering the playoff implications. And head coach Tom McClellan said, a loss is a loss. We're moving on. In fact, we better be all over it tomorrow because we've got a big game tomorrow. Nar- quotes. Narrator. They weren't over it. 
they weren't ready for the game tomorrow, but we'll get to that in a second. Okay, back to the quote. Uh, McClellan went on to say, we didn't climb... We didn't climb tonight, but we didn't fall. That's a good thing, so we get another chance tomorrow. We put the same type of effort in and the same type of game. We'll win our share. So, like I said, Hector Tomaclan was happy with the game on Friday night. And then just he got asked about the Velarde line and how well they, how well they played. Velarde, Moore, and Kempe. He said, I think forechecking is, is a contagious part of the game, like shot blocking is or anything else. They set the tone tonight with their tenacity early in the game. We used the we were using the word hunt a lot on the bench and they were doing that and it rubbed off rubbed off on a couple of the other lines. As a result, it went through the whole team and all of a sudden we have that mentality. Rather than a pull-out or a back-off mentality, we had it right until the end. The three of them did a really good job of initiating that. So, head coach Tomlin happy with that line on Friday night. Really happy with that line. And then Kaprizov, he had the two goals from Minnesota. So, Head coach Tomlin got asked about him, and he said he's going to be, at least in my opinion, the rookie of the year for a good reason. He's got five or six pro years under his belt. He's built a great skill set to the to the National League. Minnesota's lucky to have him. We're lucky to have him have him as the league, and he's a heck of a player. Right now, he's setting himself up to have a real good career. He's made good on a couple of his opportunities tonight to help them win. And it's true, man. It's true. It's all there is to it. It's true. Uh, one one note about this game is uh, Kopitar's goal, his 11th of the year. It was his 995th point of his career. So he's closing in on 1,000. 1K Kopitar. 1K Kopitar coming in hot, man. It's going to happen before the end of the season for sure. So now you go to Saturday night. And what did I just say? My little narrator there. Hedekar Samaslan said that the Kings had to be ready to play on Saturday night against the Coyotes. They were not ready to play on Saturday night. Tough game as your LA Kings lose to the Arizona, Arizona Coyotes 4 to nothing. 4 nothing loss on Saturday night. A team that you have to pass to get into the playoffs. And you lay an egg for the most part. And it was a frustrating game to watch because you want you want to see some of the kids get called up. You want to start to see more kids get called up. And it was a frustrating game. So much so lines got juggled and such. There was a lineup change going into the game as Luff was in for Lemieux. But actually, lines were changed altogether in this game. No, they weren't. Sorry, never mind. That's the wrong screenshot. But Luff was in the game for uh, Lemieux. And then the lines changed during the game. But it was... Oh, it was tough. This was just a tough loss. Let's just get to it. Like I said, the Kings didn't score. They got out. They got. Uh, they got shut out for the third time this season. Second time on home ice by the score of four to nothing. Uh, Hayden scores in the first period. His first at the twelve forty seven mark. That made it one to nothing. This was Cal Peterson playing on back to back games. By the way, for only the third time in his career, uh, head coach Tomlinson wanted him in. Didn't want Quick and wanted Peterson in for. The back-to-backs. And Peterson lost 4 nothing and had to make 36 saves. Coyotes outshot the Kings 40-26 to in this game. The Kings just not bring it nearly well enough in this game. So it was one nothing Coyotes after the first period. And then just 36 seconds into the second period, Kraus gets his fourth of the year for the Coyotes. That made it 2 to nothing, and that's a dagger, man. 
early early period goals and late period goals are just daggers. And allowing a goal 36 seconds in, that is so tough, man. So tough. So the lines did change during the game. Because head coach Hamilton needed to change something. So the lines ended up being uh, Kopitar centering Ifalo and Athanasiu, Lazat centering Kempe and Brown, Velarde centering Wagner and Moore, and Anderson Dolan centering Grunstrom and Luff. So interesting. And the defense got changed as well as uh, Doughty got put with Bornfoot and Anderson got put with Roy. So some different looks from head coach Hamilton in this game as he obviously didn't like what he was seeing, but it obviously didn't work out as it as it was 2-0 after two periods. Like I said, Arizona outshot LA 40-26 in the game. Uh, it was 12-6 for Arizona in the first period and 16-9 for them in the second period shot-wise. Third period, it was closer as uh, the shots were 12-11 for Arizona. But that's where that's where LA gave up the most goals. As I allowed two goals in the third period, Kruchin, uh gets his 14th of the year on the power play. That made it Three to nothing at the time, and I believe Kreichen Kruchen. I'm sorry, I'm horrible with pronunciation. I believe he leads defensemen in goals now, something like that. He's up there in goals for defensemen, which is very impressive. Good for good for him, absolutely. It was a stat like that. I don't have it quite in front of me, but it was something like that for sure. So, anyways, anyways, a loss is a loss for the Kings, no matter what. So. His 14th of the year made it three to nothing for the for the Arizona Arizona Coyotes, and then Phil Kessel scored uh, with about seven minutes left, unassisted. That made it four to nothing. His 17th of the year, and that would be all she wrote as the Arizona Coyotes beat your LA Kings by the score of four to nothing. A very disappointing effort and a disappointing weekend for the LA Kings. Two big games. You need to get some sort of points, and you come up with zero. Very, very tough effort, like I said. Very tough effort. Power play goes 0 for again. 0 for 2 power play for the Kings. And penalty kill allows a goal again as Arizona went 1 for 2 on the power play in this game. Kings, just too many turnovers again, man. Too, or sorry, too many giveaways again. Seven giveaways in this game. That's just too many. And also, Arizona came out physical in this game. Out hit LA 38-22 in this game. They came out physical in this game. And also, Arizona, 23 block shots. They were ready to get in front of pucks on this night. And they did 23 block shots compared to 13 for the Kings. So yeah, that's pretty much all you can say. Like, LA loses 4-0. Let's see what the team had to say quickly. Head coach Tom McClellan, uh, he got asked what changed from Friday night to Saturday night. And he said... We didn't have it as a team. We didn't have it physically or emotionally. We didn't have it either. Uh, it was a little bit empty. I don't know if the game yesterday took it out of us or not. Certainly the way Arizona played and checked didn't help our cause either. They played as good a game as you can possibly play on the road. It was frustrating to play against. You put that all together. We did, just didn't have it. We were second to a lot of pucks. Our, our shot selection and our ability to, to get it off was slow. We didn't defend the way we, obviously, we needed to, obviously. We were sure the second place team we were the second place team tonight for sure. And it just and then he got asked on exchanges between forwards and defensemen tonight. And he said, We just weren't on. We didn't execute. Some of that is due to their aggressiveness. Their reads they were sharp tonight. They were really good. I'm sure that their coach was really happy with their play and we weren't. We can't afford not to be at the top of our game on any given night. And today we weren't. We didn't connect coming out 
of, of our end. We were slow. A lot of times there were punts where we got rid of the puck just to survive. There's no excuse for it. We, ju- we just weren't any good in that area or in many areas tonight. And that's true, man. It was tough to watch. It was really tough to watch. And then he got asked uh, on the different nature of the two losses because they, they were two different losses. And uh, head coach Thomas Holland said, yeah, they were. I think that's an accurate, accurate observation. We get a day off tomorrow, and then we play a game against our rivals. If that's not motivation enough, if you can't bring your self-pride to the rink, want to get better, prove that you belong, everyone's asking for more, wants more, well, let's, well, let's see it from you. That should be a good... That should be a real good motivating factor for everyone in our lineup from the older older player on through the, to the youngest player. And just on uh, getting a desperation level, not having a tonight and see what happens on Monday, head coach Thomas Holland said, we, talk, we talked about it after the fact. I do believe our guys came to the rink. There was an intensity to us in the morning. I think there was an, an intensity to us in the lead-up to the game. There was an excitement to play the game, but it wasn't there. It was just an empty night. Legs thought process emotion it took us out it took us out early and we couldn't recover from it where do we want to where do we want to go from here we want to get some rest come back we've got four straight games eight points against our rivals down the road and we want to make good on all eight points and that's true that's a great transition you have two tough losses on the weekend but you still have a playoff chance and here let's break it down quickly vegas isn't first they've clinched Colorado is in second. They've clinched. Minnesota is in third. They've clinched. That's three out of four playoff spots clinched. You have Arizona in fourth right now. They're at 47 points. And they have seven games left. Seven, eight games left. And then you have St. Louis. They're at 46 points. Then you have Saint, Then you have uh, San Jose. They're at 47 points. And then you have... Oh, sorry. Then you have San Jose. They're at 41 points. 47 games played. 41 points. And then you're at LA. You're at 40 points. With, what is it, 10 games to go? 11 games to go? St. Louis has 11 games to go as well. But you now have... LA, look at it like this. You're only 7 points out. You're only 7 points out. And you now have... Four straight against your rivals in Anaheim. You now have four straight against Anaheim Ducks all week. Monday at home, Wednesday at home, and then Friday, Saturday in Anaheim back-to-back. You have to come out and get all eight points. I don't care who it is you're facing. You have to come out here and get all eight points because next week on the 3rd and the 5th, you play Arizona in Arizona. Those are tough games that you need to play. And those are tough games that you need to win. At least get points out of. Make it close. Make the playoff race exciting. You have to get all eight points in Anaheim. Take advantage. They're the only team below you. As a group, the Kings have to figure it out. They have to get all eight points this week. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You still have a chance at the playoffs. You got four against Anaheim, two against Arizona, four against Colorado. That's tough. And one against St. Louis. 11 games left. But it's got to start right now. You don't want your playoff hopes to be ended this week. You've got to get 8 points. Got to get 8 points this week. You have to get 8 points this week. You just do. And you have to take advantage of like Arizona plays San Jose on Monday and Wednesday. But then they got Vegas on the weekend. Meanwhile, 
as the Kings have Anaheim for four straight. So you have to take advantage. You have to make it close. You have to. And that's what the Kings have to do. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens this week. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens this week. But I'm very, very excited to talk about the next two games on the next episode of the Kingston. And with that, thank you very much for joining us for this episode of the Kingston. As always, don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and review to not only the Kingston, but to every other podcast around the Hockey Podcast Network because everyone is just killing it doing so great so go check out everyone's podcast around the hockey podcast network and don't forget to like rate subscribe and review and also don't forget to follow us on social media at the king's end thpn on twitter and instagram don't forget to follow me on twitter at cunningham jordy of course i'm your host jordy cunningham and also we wouldn't be here without the hockey podcast network so don't forget to follow the hockey podcast network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet, or just search them on any other social medias, Facebook, YouTube, etc. Or check us out on Patreon for just $1. You can find all of our exclusive bonus content around the network, so definitely check that out as well. This has been a great episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed it, and I'm very excited for the next one. But, at, but of course, you're just starting your week, so have a great week. Stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Go get vaccinated, and we'll talk to you on Thursday for episode 42 of season 2 of The Kingdom.